Did Don Draper really buy the world a Coke? Did Tony Soprano really die or just order more onion rings? Were those guys really in hell the whole time or was that just the audience? The finales of our favorite shows can make us argue, make us cry, and make us crazy. From Spotify and The Ringer, I'm Andy Greenwald, and this is Stick the Landing, a new podcast where we'll be telling the story of modern TV backwards, one fade out at a time. Each episode, a guest and I will choose a celebrated series from history, from the 70s to the streaming era and beyond, and do a deep dive on its very last episode. Was it all a dream? Did it turn into a nightmare? And most importantly, what can we learn about tomorrow's new shows from the way yesterday's ended? TV is a journey. I hope you'll enjoy this podcast about the destination. Starting January 17th, find Stick the Landing on Wednesdays on the Prestige TV feed, on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA, I make calls, I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it, you can work out in it, you can go outside, you can go shopping down in your local wherever, and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Death Taxes and Bananas podcast. All good things come to those who wait, all right? And uh, while, you know, Christmas is over, I uh, once again just wanted to uh, just bring this little belated Christmas present to you all. We have been trying very, very hard to uh, get my next guest uh, to make an appearance, but she is she's busy, all right? Booked and busy, I'd like to say. I've been on a lot of shows in the past. I've had a lot of very unlikely friendships develop over the years, but I have to say that the friendship that I established and I developed with my next guest is one for the books. All right. I mean, we go together like peanut butter and jelly, like <laughs> cookies and cream. We've got, I mean, the ultimate reality television bad boy paired up with the most infamous bad girl. And, um, I think if there's one thing that the last few months and the last show, obviously, that I filmed together has shown me, it's that we can be villains by still having a heart. So without further ado, 
I would like to introduce my next guest, one of my favorite people I've ever I've ever uh, had the opportunity to share a television screen with, and that is Mrs. T Dog Tanisha. Welcome to the Death Taxes and Bananas podcast. Bonnie, baby, what an intro. Yes. (laughs) That is how you give it up. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Johnny. Thank you for having me. You guys, he ain't lie. You already know he saved the best for last, period. Oh, my God. Like, no, Johnny, let me tell you. First of all, I, like, saw you before. Like, I saw you on commercials. I saw you because, you know, MTV was my stuff. The challenge was never for me, unless it's like a drinking challenge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never got into it, but I did see you. And I'm like, oh, he cute. So when I saw you in person, I was trying to place where I knew you from, but it just wasn't registering. And they did not show the backstory, but I'm going to tell them the backstory, Johnny. So the reason why we got tight, two, I think two things. Okay. I got into the house. Yep. I had no idea we had to choose rooms. So it was like Bad Girls Club all over again. Johnny, mm-hmm. you know that was a hot rotisserie mess. When hot I told rotisserie. That. Yep. Yeah. So we get into the house and I'm like, what, what, the fourth or fifth member? And everyone has already chosen their bedrooms, who they're going to room with, this, that, and the third. And Johnny's like, yeah, you can stay with me. And I'm like, well, who else is here? He's like, shake. I'm like, shake. <laughs> so this is my first threesome. No dinner, no roses, no nuts. Okay, yeah. what else we going to see? So when Jax walked in, you guys, I'm like, you sure you don't want to room with Jax and have it be like all guys and, you nope. know, me, go, you know, with the girls. And he was like, no, you. We need some feminine energy. Balance it out. Yes. Yes. But it was just natural, like on our own. Yeah. Well, and I looked over it. I was looking over at Shake for a minute, and I'm like, I don't know what this guy's all about. Uh, but yeah, we're definitely gonna need some. Uh, we're definitely gonna need some female energy, some feminine energy in the room to to, to balance yes, this out. Yes, I love it. Also, putting three dudes in a room is just, I mean, a recipe for disaster. I've been on the challenge <laughs> long enough to know that we do not keep a tidy space, and that's what I absolutely loved about having you in the room, amongst all the other things. Yes. Uh, the few times when you would um, when you would appear from from inside your closet uh, <laughs> with wine, with wine, it was a perfect. <laughs> it was it was an ab- it was it was a perfect balance. Yes, yes, I loved it. You know, I was coming the house of villains. I thought it was gonna be pop off time from the moment I walked in until the moment, and oh yes, it was. But it not was. with you. Not no. with you. I think a lot of people, and it's funny because. I mean, I think obviously based on, you know, our, our, our histories and what we've done on TV, I think a lot of people just assume that since we're both firebrands that we were going to, you know, butt heads and it couldn't have been more the opposite. I think. And, and, and again, I've been on I've been doing this a long time. I've met a lot of people, but it's like real recognized real. And I think right out of the gate, it was like I just saw you as a just authentic version of exactly who you were. And I'm like. This is somebody that I, uh, you know, I think I'm going to be able to uh, to ride with in this game for a while. And who knew we would ride it all the way to the end? All the way to the end, Johnny. And the thing is, so the fans keep asking. So I don't know if you saw the comments because, you know, I, I'm i still in shock, okay? I know we filmed this, like, last year, early last year, and I'm it has still not hit me yet. None of it. None of it has hit me, okay? So the fans, so I didn't know how to respond. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to thank Johnny I got to close out the show on social media. I was going through drama with Instagram. That's an, another story for another day, child. <laughs> but anyway, I put up this whole montage, of course, with you in it, with you singing. I mean, do they know you can sing, sing? Do they know that? I mean, you know I what? Like the guitar and everything. 
Would that, I mean, I think they do because they saw me serenading uh, Anfisa in the Swan at the end, but that was not, you know, my fine, finest performance. Uh, but no, I think there's a lot the fans don't know. You know, I, I like to I like to keep some of those things for just like my people, though. You know what I mean? Okay, well, sing, no, but he can sing y'all like rec, like drop an album type. Sing. Let me just put it to y'all this way: I can't listen to that damn song. What is it by uh, uh, Little Little Nas X? Ever the same? You know the one? Dum, 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 yeah, dum, yeah, dum, yeah. Dum. Uh, so uh, his spin, Johnny Bananas remix. Oh no, drop that! Please drop that. So good. I am so mad, Johnny. That That's I what I want. That's like, what I want. Every time production's like, we can't clear that. Make up a make up a song. We can't clear that. And I'm like, but it's so good. <laughs> you gotta have yo, you good vibrations, man. That's what our room was all about. Yes. So let's rewind a little bit. So before, obviously, uh, we were christened as villains on uh, in the house of villains. You were obviously, again, I mean, one of the most iconic people to ever come out of the bad girls club. I mean, anytime you have like a gif or a meme that is made about you, I mean, not only did you have a, 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 a you know, an iconic moment, but to have other people throughout, you know, over time and on different shows, basically copying yeah. The exact same move that you made. They always say that imitation is the most sincerest form of flattery. I was on a show yes. where this guy, Josh, did the exact same thing to piss everybody off, walked around with the pots and the pans. So we've seen it before. So before you were on House of Villains, you were in Bad Girls Club. How did that all come to fruition? How did you end up on, on Bad Girls Club? And this is going back to what, 2007, right? Yo, this way back. But damn, Johnny, don't be telling my age. You know I'm still lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were um, you were only 10. I thought you were only 10 when you were on your original season, though. I just turned 25. Thank you. Thank okay. you. No, no. Um, Johnny, that I'm a, I'm just giving it to you. Long story short, I had just got fired. I know. Go figure, right? Like, no, shocker. Yeah, I just got fired. I got into an altercation at Applebee's. Um, Did it involve a tambourine? I really wanted to be like a server and they refused to make me a server because they thought I was great. They want, I was always a host. So they, they refused to make me a server because they felt like, no, we got to get the temper in line a little bit. And sure enough, me and one of the wait waiters got into it behind, uh, behind in the kitchen. And it was a hot rotisserie mess. And it was a meeting. Of course, my mouth, you know, wrote a check. I couldn't cash. They were just going to suspend me. But of course I had to start mouthing off and, they let me go. To make a long story short, I ended up getting another gig at another restaurant. I also got fired from there, too. We're not going to talk about that, okay? <laughs> I feel like, you know what? I feel like you're, I, listen, I feel like the path that you took going on to reality television mirrors mine almost exactly because I've always said that the only job I've never been fired from is reality TV. No, really? Really? Because <laughs> the only job you can have where it's like they actually encourage. Exactly. Uh, unhinged, messy yes. behavior as opposed to try and extinguish it. So Totally, totally. But I, everyone was just telling me about the show. I ended up losing my place, back home with my mama, trying to figure it out. You know, obviously this was way before the baby, way before anything. And then I saw this commercial and it was like, are you a bad girl? I'm like, yeah. They're like, do you do what you want to do no matter what? I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, like, yeah. so they were like, we'll apply for the season two of the Bad Girls Club. And then finally, it worked. And forgot about it, went about my life, went on to my BS job, and then they called me to come audition uh, at Chelsea Market 
in New York City. I was the last person to walk in. It was pouring cats and dogs. And baby, you don't want to see my week from back then, John. Oh, what a mess. Listen, this is before this is before you had your whole glam team following you around. Literally, I am the hood princess success Cinderella story. Really. And I, I will say the, the Bad Girls Club did crazy things for the network. It was end up, you know, end up being sold uh to NBC Oxygen. That is, that is when. I had no idea how big it was. I had no idea how big my my viral moment was. None of that until they started paying me to show up in advertising meetings to bang pots and pans. Damn. Yeah. That's what. That's. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you created. No, you literally created a like viral internet TV moment before those even existed. Yes. Yes. It was crazy. And it was us. Some producer yelled out. You can't fight. Figure something else out. <laughs> Which is exactly what they said in this house, in the House of Villains, in regards to who. And the next thing you know, I'm like, I gotta figure, I can't fight. Right. So what's the next best thing? Marching band while they sleep. Just piss people off. No, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think I'd think i actually rather get beat up, to be honest, than have somebody wake me up from uh, like my peaceful sleep. But I woke you up in the house with the No, fire. no, I'm not talking about... No, nah, but that was like in the morning. Like, no, I'm talking about the way you did it on Bad Girls Club. Yes. Like, there yes. was a lot more... I think there was a lot more um, anger and animosity and, you know, there was more like a visceral nature as opposed to... This was like... Yes, it was, but this was more like the 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 choreographed, you know, yes. version of that. With the, the it was, you know... But the Lord in, we know we were prayer, peace. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was no. pop off refined. <laughs> it was pop off refined. Yeah. With the, uh, with, with a little bit of tambourine gate mixed in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how did that, I mean, and for, and for those who didn't watch bad girls club, how you said that producers told you couldn't fight, you had to find some other way to express yourself. So how, how did that all come to fruition? The infamous banging of the pots and pans. Man. How did that all, you know, how did that all start? the same girl like I can't stand a messy house it's why I pop off in my own house and why things are are awry between me and mine but we're going to talk about that later so same thing house was messy they had tampons in the fridge they were urinated in the sink wait 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 tampons in the fridge yes who's in there because they knew I was a German folk so they're just doing wild stuff shut up just doing anything bro like anything bro yeah I go to to, to pick up the phone and call my mom back home and it's full of syrup. That was the last straw. Oh, I don't know, Johnny. That was the last straw because I don't like a dirty place. You know that. You oh, I know you don't. Pine salt and Clorox every day. Yeah. Every time I walked into my room, it was like fabuloso. Yes. It yes. was like the room just got bathed in fabuloso and Plug pine salt. In. Yes. We're going to clean this up, sanitize and all that. Keep the germs away and at bay. Okay. Yeah. So, Johnny, it was the same thing. I lost it. Something about the syrup with no pancakes in sight pissed me off. <laughs> who's dipping the who's dipping the phone in maple syrup, dude? Like Bro, that's just doing anything, just doing any. So I popped out of that phone booth into the kitchen. The first thing I see, pans, and I'm like, oh hell no, get up! Not all this mess, panties on the floor, tampons in the fridge, syrup on the phone, and you want to sleep? Oh no, get up! Y'all got to get up now. Sounds like Mike's girlfriend's apartment, to be honest. <laughs> Speaking of ex-girlfriend, did you see the comments after the, I paid homage to you on my page? Yeah, I mean, I think. Listen, people want Benicia to be no. People really, they're they're, they're shipping Benicia like big time. 
No, they love Benicia. They love uh, ben- uh, Tananas. We have two names. They also want this to be the Young and the Restless so bad because they want us to be together. They think yeah. we're together and we've been hiding it. So can you please tell everybody? I think everyone needs to, everyone should sit down because I'm about to make an announcement here. Oh my God, Johnny. <laughs> you see? Yes. Me, me and Tanisha are more than friends and slightly oh, less than God. lovers. Why would you say? You see, you know I got mad drama in my life. You know I got, I'm on the borderline for high blood pressure. Why would you do this? Johnny. <laughs> listen, listen, everyone. You think that at the end of House and uh, 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 Villains, when the win went to, 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 uh, to Tanisha, I was just setting the two of us up for our future. All right. Oh my God. Oh, I knew this was a this was a damn setup. I'm so happy. I, <laughs> like they asked me to to hear this up close and personal. Johnny, you know your damn mind. You know they're gonna take this and run with this. Please tell the people. No, they are in my DMs. They are in Shake's DMs. Oh man. They want us to be together so bad. They hope we could date. They hope we could like fall in love. And I love you, but it's like, what what do they want? Not like what not like that. Listen, you know what? Jax already has your heart. So, I mean, you know. Stop. Stop. You even said so. You're like, oh, I came into the house. Yeah, banana's cool. But then you saw Jax, and then it was just like, (laughs) it's all over from there. Couldn't do that. I do think Jax is a cutie. You're a cutie, too. But, Johnny, you and I are like, what are you saying? Stop saying, let's get off this this thing before they think something really is going dead. They really think we together. Oh man! Well, we'll just keep it a secret. We'll just keep. We'll just keep that. Our, we'll just keep that our secret, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You don't like big girls. Remember, I had you help you with my shapewear to make sure. Oh, they love- didn't show it, you guys, but he helped me with my shapewear on the last episode. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't get it up in the back. <laughs> I could. Not- when I saw you in that shapewear, I got it up in the back. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So going back. All right. So 2007. I mean, we were. Uh, that was back in. And I always like to call it like the Wild West days of reality television. So what, yes. how is reality TV, how have you seen it, I guess, change and evolve between 2007 and how and why did that evolution all of a sudden uh, stop and regress once House of Villains came out? Because I like to say that House of Villains was kind of a throwback to old school oh, reality definitely. TV. You brought back the nostalgia of yeah. the core reality TV, how it was, the realness, the rawness. What I really, really loved about this show in particular, we didn't have a bunch of producers trying to produce us. There was no one going, okay, guys, walk this in and set this up for me. You're going to talk about this, this, and this. It was none of that. And that is what was different because you started to see all these shows, but you're like, wait a minute, this is loosely scripted or scripted all together. So you're like, is it really reality? And I really believe that's where House of Villains deferred. Like we were all all stars. We brought it. It was natural. It was real. I mean, so much so so real that they cut out so much of the fights. I know <laughs> the fights. They cut out so much of everything. I remember because I obviously the note prank. I had I had uh, you know pre arranged that before I got into the house, right. and I was gonna like drop all these notes and cause all this commotion because I'd done it in the past. And I remember I was gonna drop the first one. Like I don't know day two or three. And I remember one of the producers pulling me aside and being like, Bananas, this will get lost. Anything you do right now, you guys have already created so much content in the first like 48 hours here. We don't even know how we're going to sift through all of this no, really. in order to like, just kind of like, it's almost like too much. Like you guys have almost brought like too much. And I, I recognize that the second I walked into that house, I think all of us were kind of under the same impression walking in. We're looking around. 
This is a brand new show. We're kind of like the guinea pigs. How is this going to work? And I'm yeah. used to being on a show where I feel like I have to carry a lot, like shoulder a lot of the burden of making the show entertaining or just like producing it, right? Like kind of like an embedded producer. Um, and there's maybe like three or four people on the challenge, you know, of a cast of 30 that are actually like role players and are actually, you know, going to create storylines. The rest of everybody else is just going to kind of sit there and just react. But when I walked in and that first few hours and we're all sitting around the bar and the libations are flowing and everyone's just going off, we're meeting everybody, you know, Omarosa's making Corinne cry. And dude, it, it, like I was sitting around looking at this being like, damn, dude, like this is like, these are like, I don't even know if this is possible, but these are like reality television professionals. Like everybody in there understood their assignment and they just got to it. Like right out the gate, it was that. It was that. And that is what I definitely like about it. We brought back the nostalgia. We brought back the realness. I, I really don't know who they're going to get for season two. And I can't imagine that our fans, they're, they're already telling me they miss us. They yeah. miss us. Love yeah. us. It's going to be really difficult it's going to be really difficult to catch lightning in a bottle again, because here's the other thing. We went into this having no idea what the show is. We didn't have any preconceived right. notions. We didn't know what the theme was going to be, how the format was going to be. We just kind of went in and just, you know, it was as authentic of a, 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 of a game and reaction as, as you were going to get. And I mean, the storylines were just, on it. you know, you couldn't, you couldn't script those if you tried. But yeah, they're gonna have a really uh, they're gonna have a really difficult time replicating what 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 we created there. Do you miss anyone else from the cast? I mean, besides me, of course. Of course, I you know, in a weird way, it's like I kind of miss in in everyone in their own ways. I kind of miss everybody. Like that's what was weird is we got to the end. I've never I've never been on a show where usually after it's over, I'm like I never want to see these people ever again. <laughs> Right. I have to do a reunion show. I've got to be with I've got to deal with them one more time. But but that's it. The few times that we've gotten together after when we got together for the premiere uh, just recently, we all got together and did a watch party in 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 Florida. Dude, it's like uh, it's like getting the band back together. You know, I love, I love yeah. the city of the cast was everything. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a very delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA, I make calls, I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it, you can work out in it, you can go outside, you can go shopping down in your local wherever, and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. 
Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viore.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. So when you first got approached to do House of Villains, uh, yeah. what went through your mind? Was this something that you were just like, dude, I'm trying to leave. I'm trying to, you know, reinvent myself. I'm trying to leave the villainy in the rear oh, view I, mirror. I, was, I actually turned it down the first time. <laughs> I was like, come back season two, you guys. Like right now is not a good time. I don't know this and that. But then they came back. Of course, they were very persistent. Um, and then they was like, they were like, look, listen, it's not this type of like, we don't want the fighting. We don't want violence. It's not that type of party. It's not, it's E it's not, it's going to be fun. It's so I'm like, okay. Uh, like, you know what? I guess worse comes to worse. If I get there and I don't like it, I'll just leave. Yeah. <laughs> at any point, at any point throughout the season though, is that, because there were some some moments got a little bit tense uh, throughout the season. At any point in time, did you ever did you ever feel like that? Like you were like, dude, I don't. Yeah, oh, for sure. I'm out. I mean, I like I literally. What was most challenging for me is you know I've obviously changed a lot and grown a lot, but I was I, my buttons were being pushed. You know what I'm saying? Definitely <laughs> by one person in particular, and it was it was getting kind of like I was getting to the place of wait, look, I don't know how much talking I could do now. In a minute, <laughs> this is about to be someone else. I mean, so much so, so much so, you had to scream out my son's name for me to calm down at one point. That was like, a safety word. <laughs> that was a safe word. Right, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes for sure. But I'm happy I stuck it out for sure. Tanisha, put down the tambourine. All right. <laughs> oh God. And step away. Oh my goodness, for Christ's sake. Yeah, for Christ's I sake. I had is drastic right. times called for drastic measures. I knew that I bombed in that challenge, right? Like, I totally knew that. But I knew that there was a good possibility if I kept you guys entertained, you guys might want to keep me around. So that's what I did. And you know what they didn't show, and I wish they would have, because I was actually, I think that was the episode, I was actually with Corinne when that episode came out. She was like, they didn't show my corn party. A lot of people I don't know. know this, but so what happened was, I mean, everyone saw the darkest hour when you guys had to reach into the boxes and yes. grab weird shit. By the way, just moving forward, if you ever do a, a a competition show again and they ask you what you're scared of, Tanisha, don't tell them. Apparently. <laughs> you go in there and you say, I'm not afraid of anything. Exactly. I signed up for that one. No, totally. You're right. Because every time I go in, they're like, what are you afraid of? I'm like, commitment. And then they're like, well, uh -huh. <laughs> we're going to put a bunch of hot girls in the hot single girls in the house. I'm like, yes, yeah. you are. But yeah, because that's what they do. They do it on purpose because they want to know what you're afraid of. That way, you know, they can put you in this position where you're, you know, squirming. Anyways, darkest hour goes down and it was tough. It was really tough for me because at that point, like you and Corinne were kind of like, you know, my one and two. And I'm like, dude, I got to like look out for these two. And then when the vote was going to come down between the two of you, I'm like, dude, how do I make this decision? And you kind of made it so much easier because we all went to bed. I think everyone was kind of on one side. It was like, well, we want them both to stay, but Corinne did reach her hand in the box one time. So that's kind of what everyone's decision was hinging on. But you then decide to stay up all night long plotting and scheming and choreographing. <laughs> yes. 
this move that I don't think anyone, including production, ever expected to happen. And that was what you had mentioned before, the choir. I've like waking up to that. Like I still, and when they, like I've watched it back a few times, like everybody was abs, like it took me a second to be like, wait, what the hell is happening right now? Yes. <laughs> a lot of weird shits happened in this house, but this is, this definitely takes the cake. Yes. Um, and we all know, yeah, and you did, and you did it. And I think right in that moment, I think everyone had the exact same thought that's like, there's no way we could send her home after this. Oh, I felt so bad. I really, really liked Corinne, and she yeah. loved you, baby. Yeah. Ooh, she had the hots for you, Johnny. It was every minute. I got a crush on Johnny. I'm like, it's breakfast. I got a crush on Johnny. It's lunch. I, got yep. a I yep. like Johnny. Like, yeah, we know, sis. <laughs> Damn. She can't, she 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 can't like, help it sometimes, you know? Yes. Um, so that whole thing, okay, and and I obviously wanted to have Omarosa on because I wanted to I, I wanted to to ask what actually went down because the story that she likes to to tell does not jive with what actually happened or what you know was what was aired, what we saw. Yes. This is my break. This is the way that I kind of saw the whole uh thing go down, and this is my take on it. Okay. You guys had whatever you guys had your falling out. You guys had your disagreements. It was obvious that she wanted you gone and she was going to do everything that she could in order to, you know, kind of stack the votes up against you, which is why she was pushing so hard for Corinne to stay and for you to go home. Even though her and Corinne, like from day one, I mean, from minute one, were on different pages, right? Right. In, in competition shows on reality TV, there's 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 basically two ways you can get rid of your enemies. One is to do it, you know, to get rid of them in the in on the field of play, right? I'm gonna outplay you. I'm gonna beat you in a competition. I'm gonna get a vote to go against you. I'm gonna you know move pieces in the place that I need in order to get rid of you the right way. Then there's the more like sinister way, which is I am going to find a way to get you to do something that is deemed potentially unsafe or harmful. And I'm going to antagonize you and push you to a point where you do something that then I can turn around and be like, you need to go home because I feel unsafe or threatened by you. Right. Now, when this whole tambourine thing went down, when, you know, cause she was obviously trying to steal that moment from you, right? Yes. She was trying to take the wind out of your sails. She was like, I think that was probably the most terrified she was the entire season. She thought she had you exactly where she wanted you. Then this happened. She's like, oh my God, I'm yeah. watching this all crumble right before my eyes. Yes. So I think when the tambourine thing happened, she didn't really make a big deal about it. But what she did is like noted it. Like, all right, if this vote, this is going to be like my insurance policy. If this vote doesn't go down the way I want it to, and if Tanisha ends up staying, then I'm going to go to option B, which is try and have her, uh, you know, taken out through the more sinister means. That was definitely, you, you hit it right on the nail on the head. That's exactly what happened. Bananas. Yeah. Because she didn't start complaining. What's crazy is she, all of a sudden her wrist didn't start hurting until after the vote went down. No, really. And when Joel said the decision is unanimous. Yeah. <laughs> I say Corinne, yeah. poor Karen went home. Her face. I know. She was poor livid. Girl. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now her wrist hurts. She needs to go get it. Like she wants to get me kicked off. It was just a mess. Yeah, it was. It was a mess. But it's okay. In the end, let me ask you this. Why do you think she voted for me to end? Because that is what I get a lot of. Like, we didn't see that coming. 
Was it optic? Was it because you felt like she had no, like, what was it? I don't, I don't know. Tanisha, I honestly don't know. I think part of it, you know what I think part of it was? I think part of it is she didn't want me to win. I think she wanted, because I'm the one that sent her in and ended up sending her home. I oh. think a big part of it, it was she wanted to see anyone other than me win. Oh, yes. And I think there was a moment where she told you if she, if you had saved me and it she was did. me. So and she didn't want, she didn't want me to pick you. All right? right. So when we did that final eating challenge and I, and I had told you the, obviously the entire season, I'm like, dude, come hell or high water. Like I'm, I'm, uh, you know, you've been riding for me this entire season in a house of villains in a house where you could, you can't trust anyone, uh, including yourself. Cause I sometimes even have trouble trusting my own decisions. Um, <laughs> She pulled me aside right before because I was obviously like, uh, you know, I was like going through. They were like, make a decision. So she came up to me and she goes, listen, just so you know, if you vote for Tanisha to, to, to stand next to you on this final vote, I am voting for her. I'm going to vote and I'm going to talk to everyone that I can to make sure that I vote to keep her here. And I think the reason why is because she didn't want like she didn't want you to win either. You know what I mean? Right. So it was like this weird thing where I'm just like, well, Omarosa, what's the game plan here? You know? Right. right. So she, yeah. And that's the thing is I think she knew that if I put you up as the vote next to me, then, then you would, you would obviously get the votes and it would, it would send me home. She didn't want either one of those outcomes to happen. I think, I think she wanted to. And it all you know, backfired. All backfired. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, Johnny, I am so grateful that you chose me to stand up there with you. You know, I didn't know which way it was going to go based on our energy and our interaction because you became like the homie slash bro. I felt like it could go that way, but I have this thing where I don't want to pressure people and bananas. I literally like thought I was like, okay, this has been my homie the whole time in the house. He's most likely going to choose me, but I don't know which was, which way it's going to go because they kept telling me about what happened with, uh, uh, Sarah so, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, so wait like, what did they tell you what was it what was it that was told to you that happened with sarah they was like you can't trust bananas um omarosa was going around telling the story yeah <laughs> so she was like i don't know i wouldn't be too sure about your boy and i was like wow. oh shit. she was and then she even said to me something along the lines of that i what something i was served up to her on a silver platter and i was like wait what i'm like it would it's not bananas because he would never betray me so I'm like, if it came down to it, obviously in the end, we know somebody got to go. It is what it is. And I had actually said that to you. But when we said that, I never really thought that, I didn't know what to think, Bananas. Like the fact, I'm going to just tell you like this. I'm still in shock. I, I, I'm still in shock because I am a Virgo. I am outspoken. Everybody knows me for being a bad girl, but people love me because of my heart and because I am a woman of my word and yes. I'm, a good person. I'm a good person yes. at my core, right? People love me. I get a lot of love and I'm very respected because I keep my word. So it's not often that I meet anybody close to me, like my character. Like it is not. Like I'm thinking people are good people and I give them my all and I ride for them. And in the end, Johnny, I get screwed. I it's because the world we live in, Tanisha, and I'm not even just talking about like the world at large, but especially like the reality television world. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of very shady folks out there. And there's a lot of people that will do anything, anything uh, to better themselves. And that's how generally that's how I play the game as well, because 
obviously there was two different ways to 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 look about this and to look at it and it's like all right there is the if you're looking at it strictly from a competition standpoint it's like i will do anything i can and i will bulldoze anyone in my way in order to win this competition and that was the way that i was playing the game with one notable exception and that was you yes. so obviously early on in the game i mean i and i told you this and this was just how i was playing the game i'm like dude like you've proven time and time again throughout here that you're literally the only person in the house who has my back and who Always. I can trust. And I know that whatever I said to you and I know whatever conversations we had yeah. weren't going to go anywhere. So the way I looked at it is I'm at this point, the end of the game, and that's due in large part to like our alliance and the way that we work together throughout the oh, game. Oh, Definitely. Definitely. I, I, you had a, a lot to do with me, obviously, of course, winning. You literally put me in that yeah. position. And well, you- so and, and that's the thing. And I was faced with it, it. It's funny because I was I was faced with this with this decision. And and I didn't know what the hell jury management was. I mean, I knew what it was, but I didn't know that there was like an actual term for it because I it's a survivor and big brother thing. I've never been put in a position on a show where basically you win or lose based on a vote from people who were already in the game, which is kind of a crazy idea, right? Crazy. So I looked at it like, you know, with the people who were left, it was you, Fair Play, Shake, and um, Amphisa. And I'm like, I win in a landslide between any one of the three of them. Yes. Shake, Johnny, Amphisa. It's like, it. There's, there's no question. But it was like, I knew with you, it's like I'm almost with 100% certainty going to lose a vote. But at the same time, it's like, I didn't feel like I would have probably been at that point in the game without you. And I felt like I wanted to undo what I had done in the past and prove to people that, yes, when I am pushed to a certain place, I can be evil and I can be cutthroat and I can make decisions with total lack of emotion. But if I'm with somebody and I'm competing alongside somebody and I'm in a game who's never done me wrong. I just wouldn't like, I, it just wouldn't have felt right to have went the other way. And Omarosa's argument was, well, it's, you're not necessarily sending her to lose. If you don't vote for her to come on board, she still has the opportunity to win the redemption challenge. And I just was like, I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to, you know, run that risk. And I would rather just, you know, face, face the, 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 the final vote down in the end, which I mean, I think kind of knew the way it was going to go. And, and, and I, but going into that, I was like, dude, if there's one other person in this house or on shows that I've done in pretty much in recent memory, possibly ever, that deserves it and who I want to have the win and, and the money and all the accolades that go along with it, it, it was you, 100%. Oh, Johnny, you were so sweet. Oh, you, listen, what you said that night, I just wanted you to know, because I'm, I'm able to talk about it now and I'm still kind of out of it, okay? Yeah. They didn't show it, you guys. Your speech about me. I was stuck. No, like to have, like I had just, we met in such a short moment of time, but you like, the way you spoke on my character, our bond, our yeah. friendship, to Nana's, Benicia. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, Johnny, I, honestly, I feel like I won right there. Like, I, and I, that's what I was saying in my interviews. Like, I didn't expect to win. Okay, I did not. I did. There's no way I thought I was going to win this thing. I knew I would have fun. I knew I would have big moments. I did not think I was going to win. 
It wasn't until, okay, the final, final moments when I realized, wait a yeah. minute. And I looked at the like, who's this, making this happening. the call. Yep. Shit, this could probably be like a, a toss-up between me and Bananas. But Bananas hearing you, and I was nervous. I was nervous. I was out of it. I couldn't believe I had made it to the end. It felt like it was so quick, the filming, but it felt like we had been there forever. Yeah. But yeah. I was fun. Who are you telling? And you stood up there and you spoke about me with such grace, such love, such like it was so heartfelt. I mean, I've just, man, I came for the bag, but I really got something better. I got something priceless and it's you, Johnny. Oh, and that's how I felt. I know you didn't lose. You literally just gave me 200,000 reasons to get the bag. And hopefully you and I are going to like join together in that. I'm going to need your guidance. I want to get more money with you. I want to make millions of dollars with you. I don't see why we why you can't. We need a shirt. We need a sweater. Get some big girl sizes in there too. Done. <laughs> All right. Like I want to host. I want to like, and they're asking for us. They like yes. love us. They like. Yeah. When are you two? Are you two going on the road? Are you guys doing anything? Because it's there. It just works. Listen, money in this world comes and goes. Yes. You know what I mean. Real people being in in your life. Yeah. Real having real people in your corner. And that's the other thing is like, I make a point on a lot of the shows that I do to keep my circle very small because it's very rare that you come across real people yes. in this world, and especially on, on reality TV. So when you do, it's almost, it's almost one of those things where, uh, you know, and again, this stage, this stage of my life too, I'm like, I'm not making a whole lot of new friends right now. Yeah. So when I find somebody that I really do connect with and really do feel like is my rider, like, I mean, that's to me, that's that, that that's, you know, worth, worth more than money. And again, Tanisha, like your story and w like what you've faced and what you, uh, you know, are ha ha with a, with a family and with a child and being a single mom, like I'm sitting here being like, dude, like if there's whatever I can do, to help you and to help your child be as successful as you pos as as you and he possibly can. I mean, that right there is th that that's a win for me. That's the real win for me. Thank you, Johnny. That like that means everything to me. You know, I'm not I don't know how single well single by definition. Yes, but he's the father is very involved with him. I don't know if I shared with you. I think a little bit about my son last year. He wasn't talking. That was really hard for me, Johnny. That's why people haven't seen me. For years, because I've been taking off to be like really hands on with him, the therapy and the schools. And the, it's like constant. I'm very happy to report this year, Johnny, he's singing Jingle Bell. No he's way. Asking to go outside. Yes. I and he's that. asking for certain things. Like all of a sudden, I'm just like, once again, things that just are priceless. So thank you for helping with all of that and just being solid, Johnny. They don't make them like you no more. You know, you, you know, you're a real one. They don't make them like us anymore, Tanisha. They don't make them. They like don't make them like they used to. Make them like us, though, Johnny. Oh <laughs> my god, I miss you. Congrats on on, on uh, Rumble Boxing. Thank I you. Come down, a, you, you know, throw, throw some dogs. I need to go. You, but you're in LA right now. I'm in. Yeah, I'm. I'm home right now, but I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm heading back. I got a lot yeah, of. Yeah, uh, you dude, do that's, move around a lot. See, I couldn't date you because I don't know where you at. Oh well, I mean. I'm like a jack in the box. You just never know when I'm going to pop up and surprise you. Yeah, I'm going to put the, the tag in your... Uh, in your air uh, tag? On the underwear, yeah. The eye tag on the box. I, I, don't wear, I don't wear underwear. Oh, God. Here we go again. Look. <laughs>
TMI. Oh, listen. So the fans, listen, I was on my live. <sighs> I'm about to go talk to Johnny. So, so excited. Like, they, like, love you. Everyone loves you. So they're like, you're about to talk to Johnny tomorrow? I'm like, yeah. They was like, oh, ask him about his little new girlfriend from Bravo. You got a girlfriend from Bravo? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Wait, which one? You're gonna well, have to be more. Hold on, you're gonna you're gonna have to be more specific, Tanisha. You said a girlfriend from Bravo. You gotta be, you're gonna have to we're gonna have to narrow this down. What color hair does she have? On the spot, so I ain't gonna give out no names. I'm just asking. Color <laughs> hair. What's her birth sign? <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. It's okay. It's. A, I, I told them you have a lot of girlfriends. That's what I said. Yeah, girls who are friends. Okay. Strictly, strictly platonic. Listen, right now, Tanisha, I'm just focused on uh, my one true love, which is money and success. Yes. Yes. I like that. I like and that. And you. And me. And us. And bananas. And Tanisha. Bananas. Yeah. Bananas. Whatever. They gave us so many nicknames. I can't keep up. You should see them under the post. They love it. They live for yeah, it. They love it. Well, I do too. And yeah, I, we're going to listen. We're going to we're going to make uh, we're going to move mountains here. coming coming pretty soon because if they, they listen, if. The E Network, and if Irwin Entertainment, and if the fans think they've seen the last of Benicia, they got another thing coming. Another thing coming. You better tell it, Bestie. Come on now, Johnny. Well, you got I'm another thing coming. We're just getting warmed up. Yeah, exactly. Is that your guitar, Johnny? No, it's the bottle of. I actually saved this. This is the bottle of Dom that we drank at our uh, little puppy, our little puppy day out. Oh my gosh, I can't. You had saved it. My favorite. Back when you and Omarosa were still friends. Back when. Back when. No, we cool. We cool. No beef. I know. No beef, Johnny. I know. I love no that. No beef. How could you? We're like a we're a family, man. Yeah. I gotta cook for you. Do they know you're a chef? Do they know that? I think so. I mean, I put I post quite a bit on my social media. So anyone who doesn't know that I'm a fan a, a chef at this point has been living under a rock. Well, I've actually had it, so I can vouch. Amazing. Yeah. All right. You got a that. lot. You got a lot to you. You don't just look good and have nice teeth. You hey, got a little something. So I like. I'll tell you what, I'm like an I'm like an onion. All right, there's lots of layers to me. Lots of layers. And I got an ass like an onion because it'll make you cry. <laughs> you see, there you go. TMI. TMI, Johnny. Oh my. All right. God. All right, well, listen, Tanisha, I want everyone out there to know if they want to uh, if they want to get a hold of you, if they want to, uh, you know, go on one of your lives, they want to find you on social media. Where, where do they find you at? Uh, unfortunately, Instagram. I, I'm saying unfortunately because I'm having so many problems with that damn platform. Constantly being flagged. They constantly stop. Yeah. But I'm there for now. I hope to venture into TikTok. I am Tanisha Thomas on Instagram is where you can find me while they still have the page up. I thank you guys so much. Shout out to all y'all MTV followers. Y'all really like this guy, and I see why. Some of them got a lot of naysayers out there as well, Tanisha. But you know what they say: if you're no, if, you know, they're a hater. If everyone likes you, everyone hates you. You're doing something wrong. I don't believe that. They don't know Johnny like I know Johnny. That's all that is. Shh, don't ruin my street cred. Come on. Okay, man. I got you. Thank you for having me. Love you, Johnny. Oh, uh, thank you for coming on the Death Taxes and Bananas podcast, where the tea flows like wine, and my guests instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. I'm Oprah, and I love you. <laughs>
a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 